gamers, and welcome to episode 366 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for March 26, 2022. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Um, Well, just going a couple of weeks because you were sick last week, so we didn't do a show. I don't know. Was quite you the and your damn excuses. What'd you say? <laughs> I said that was quite the adventure. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess it was. I, don't, I still think it was, you had no excuse. You can still did the show. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's been um, a lot been going on for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in the news, you know, you still got the war in Ukraine. Uh, what else we got going on? Spring is officially here. It has officially come. Yes, and then. it's going away again, apparently. Is it? It's supposed to get down to like twenty degrees or something. Oh, like praise that. Jesus! <laughs> I need I need that right now. Uh, but no, I mean no, it's been good. It's been good these last couple of days. Yeah, uh, these last uh, a week or so actually. I'll take I like we have a decent weather. I mean, the low sixties. I don't. Yeah. I don't need twenties. Yeah, I know. No, I don't need twenties. But I, I just don't want to get hot, Daniel. Yeah, that's no, all I'm, I'm saying. I'm taking I'm taking it all in. Like I wish I can bottle up. I can bottle up that twenty degrees and. Just open the bottle up when it gets real hot. I don't turn my air conditioner on. But yeah. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, it's springtime. Uh, things, yeah, man, we're getting, we're getting, um, getting to those warmer months are coming, man. This year is going by. It's going to be April soon. Yeah. You got to get those taxes. Get those taxes yeah. done, people. I need uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, I got to do it too because I forgot. Like, my dad won the lottery, but. He put it under my name because he didn't want to pay his tax or uh, something. He had to pay off. So, yeah. <laughs> so now I have to do. I have to do. <laughs> I got to put that up there on my taxes, and that's, that's, oh, I don't feel like dealing with that. I hope it still let me do it for free. With that, yeah. I remember one time I forgot what I did, and it said like, "Oh no, this on this version you have to go up to the pro version." I said, "You sons of bitches! <laughs> you sons of bitches! You Some assholes!" Of stocks you were trading at the time. Uh, all right, so let's see what's. Um, I guess we get down to sports. Oh, it was a big thing that happened in Florida. Um, a kid, a fourteen-year-old kid, um, died from uh one of those um free-falling rods. Oh wow! Yeah, that happened on Friday night. I want to say, Holy not crap. Friday night, Thursday night, and yeah, like it's. I think it's probably one of the tallest in the world. Uh. It's. I don't think it was at a park, but I, I don't think it was at a theme park. I think it's one oh, of the ones yeah. you you actually have to pay to get on. Uh. uh. So and they they went up, and when they came down, now is it, it came down while I was slowing down. You know when it gets near the near the bottom, uh-huh. and then he just flew out. Oh my god! And I mean, this is a big dude. Like this dude, he probably maybe he probably was supposed to be up there. Like, but they don't. From what I read, is like. Somebody said they didn't have a weight limit or a height huh. limit. Because the dude is 14 years old, but he's 6'5", 340 pounds. Wow. Like, he's big as freaking lineman. I mean, he did play football. Yeah. But he's big as freaking lineman in, in professional football. And and uh, I think they said he did ask, like, can I get on? Because there's probably a lot of rides he couldn't get on. Oh, yeah, they, I'm sure. They said, yeah, yeah, you can get on. And um, the father, the father wasn't there. He was with his friends. So his friends had gone there. They were from, I forgot where they're from. Missouri, it looks like. Yeah, St. Louis. I think it's St. Louis. Um, 
And then they, tra- yeah, they, he wanted his friends to travel there. And he said, he told them, he was telling them like, hey, um, this feels, this doesn't feel right. Oh, wow. I was going up and he's, the father said that he told his friends that, hey, if something go wrong, tell my parents I love them. I was oh. like, that really? Damn. Damn. It was like that. So it was yeah. like, he, he knew something was wrong. And people were asking, like, at when the guy fell, and I, I saw the video, and they said, hey, the girl was asking, did you check it? The guy said, yeah, he checked it. Um, but the thing is, the, the way those lights work is that if the bars are not locked in, they're not supposed to move. Like, that's why you always see on a lot of rides, they put, even when nobody's sitting, sitting in the seats. Yeah, they push they them, down them down. They pull them yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but thing is, I don't know about it has seat belts though it had the thing that goes over your head the harness whatever the hell oh. that is but i don't know if it had seat belts on that rod so it had I, the shoulder I, thing and he still fell out that's what i'm saying it, that oh means it had God. to unlock um so or like that's what i want to know was it that because he was too big that it didn't lock properly right. or was this just a it was just a malfunction like if there was a smaller person in there, would, would it have opened? Right. I don't know. Yeah. They still yeah, because it could just have been broken, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's a new rod. There's only, the rod was only, about December, I want to say? Oh, shit. Wow. Last year? 2021? I know it's 2021. I think it was the end of last year. So, yeah. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's a tragic. And Absolutely. I saw some people in the comments, like, talk about the workers. Oh, the workers ain't doing nothing. I said, first of all, the workers probably kid too. He yeah. looked like a kid. And he probably <laughs> I mean, was shocked times, as fuck. Yeah. And, and somebody was already over there. They guess somebody already came. An adult was already over there calling the police yeah. and everything. I mean, I'm calling an ambulance, you know, calling 911. So I'm like, what did you want him to do, really? Because you're not supposed to move the body when something, right. when something happens like that because you might hurt it more. Exactly. So it's like, you, it's like you're talking like these kids, like they've been trained for this shit. <laughs> yeah. These people get paid minimum wage. Yeah, probably. Ride operator slash first aid medic. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they think, oh, see, some people. I think they live in their box, thinking like, oh, all these jobs people get trained like for all this stuff. So I think somebody said, why did he give him CPR? Somebody said, how how's that gonna stop the bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> how CPR oh, gonna stop God. the bleeding? I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, because from the video, people reacted how I thought they would react, basically. Like in. I don't, I can, that dude, I, man, I hope he is okay. I mean, I know that the guy, I mean, the guy who operated the ride, because I just have a feeling, I don't think he did anything wrong, to tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, right, yeah. And, 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 and that's I, something that, you'd absolutely take with you. Yeah, but Darren, man, just to see that happen, like, man, it's like, you just don't expect some shit like that. Yeah, that was, that was, that was horrible. I always imagine, like, I always scared of that happening. <laughs> like when I get on a ride, well, I used to get, well, I used to get on rides. I haven't gone to Moose Park in a while, but I just don't ever imagine it happening. I mean, you hear stories like people get, like, I always mostly hear the stories about people getting stuck in a roller coaster when it's on top of a hill or upside down. Which, God, I I hate that. Like you're upside down for some people say like for hours because they couldn't get them out. Yeah, but damn, just for the thing just to open and man. Damn, that was tragic. And he didn't die instantly. He he died at the hospital, so he was still oh alive. Oh my god, that's yeah, that's even worse. Maybe, but yeah, they had to start. I, I'm sorry, I start off with that news because I, I, I just remember, I just saw that. Um, 
All right, so let's get into some better news. So uh, I think I think I didn't say this since the last time we did a podcast. Major League Baseball is starting. They're yeah, they're no, done. Still up in the uh, air. Last we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. They so they're they're going to have a season and they're going to have all the games. Okay, they're going to still start. Like they started spring training. I think a week ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yeah. and. I know Orioles played some games. Last time I saw, they were three and three, but I don't. I mean, they probably I think they played like a game since then. Uh, I mean, I didn't look at no scores. I mean, spring training, so it's like I don't care. The Orioles are going to suck this year anyway, so whatever. Uh, and what else happened? I mean, it's a, some big stars moved around in baseball. I know Freeman, who used to be on Atlanta, he's on the Dodgers now. Dodgers have like the biggest freaking payroll in baseball. I think Yankees are number three, and number two is the Mets. So all the big cities, Los Angeles and New York. I mean, well, the city, <laughs> two cities. Uh, Los Angeles yeah. and New York, the biggest markets have the biggest payrolls. Who would have thunk it? Anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how those teams turn out. I mean, I think Yankees will go to the playoffs. Dodgers will. I don't know about Mets. I don't know about the Mets. The Mets, they might have spent a lot, but doesn't mean they're going to definitely go. Because <laughs> Mets fans, like, like, I talk to Mets fans, they always seem to be disappointed. they're still the Mets. Yeah. All right, so what else happened? Um, we got NFL news. Baker Mayfield, the Browns, is gone. Or actually, you know what? I don't know if they released him or he's officially on the team, but they're going to get rid of They're going to trade him. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot. I don't know the details on that. But the Browns picked up Watson, Deshaun Watson, the guy who was under investigation for like sexual um, misconduct with um, 22 women. Mm-hmm. And thing is since that case has um been not not has been gone away like they threw it out they said it was not enough to indict him um the grand jury said so he was free to be on the market for the texans to trade him and they trade him and i mean and the browns got him because people think like why he go to browns browns i think they are like some guaranteed contract i think he's like one of the top paid um quarterbacks right now wow so and, I mean, I, I know for some people, it's say, oh, this is ugly. Like, a guy, for what he's done, he's getting rewarded. But technically, he's not guilty. So right. is it is it a reward? I mean, we don't – you don't know. The only people that know is those 22 women and him. Yeah. So you – we don't know what's going on. Because I think I talked about this when, they, when the case first came up, how so weird it was that – this happened like him. Well, put like this: his character was so great before this. Like there was nothing wrong with this. Like, this guy was basically like out, outside of football. Was a great being. You nothing wrong. There was yeah. nothing of uh, like no problems, no attitude problems, nothing done like questionable or anything. I mean, his, he was great, and then he was great on the field. Then when he spoke out against some of the problems that the ownership and the texas um like management all that stuff was going wrong because like the owner i remember that was the owner who said that that he said something racist and we talked Mm -hmm. about years ago um it's like back in 2018 he said that black players he damn what did he call the players like the plantation something about the plantation workers on the plantation or something like that i'm trying to find his quote but and then also, he um, there was some prop like I think they 
got some new management somewhere. And then I think Deshaun Watson said something along the lines of like, they didn't hire like not enough black people or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, also getting rid of their top wide receiver, what which he needed, I mean, to help the team. And it was I me. Mean, it's a lot of things. I mean, he spoke out against that. That was going wrong in the Texas organization, which people yeah. agreed with. People agreed with him. Um, and then this comes out, and then he like he said he said he want to get traded too. So then, but then this comes out when all that stuff comes out, and then he said he wants to get traded. Then this happens. So as people like, is it just a coincidence or yeah. what's going it's, on? It's very weird because I mean it, it's hard to deny when you have twenty two people coming out against you, but also. Yeah, it would be hard to deny 22 people coming out against you. So if if you're trying to defame someone's character, then yeah, you yeah. might as well fucking go for it. You, you got to go big. Yeah. You got to go big. So yeah, uh, it's weird. See, I wish this wasn't a racist country, Daniel, because I can, I would definitely have been on the side like, man, he did something to those women. <laughs> he did something to those women. It's I mean, there's definitely up. something weird to it when you know the grand jury decided not to indict him. Yeah, that's, that's also, the one I find weird. Like so many of these cases, is just he said, she said, right? So maybe it just comes down to that that there yeah. wasn't physical evidence for them to to back up the case. Well, I do blame him for this. Is that why did he have these twenty two damaged shores, man? Like, wait, this go to like have one or at least one company because I think they're all like, I think somebody said that he met them through social medias. Uh, some of these women, so. <laughs> I'm like, why are you going to so many different ones? <laughs> you know, like, just stick with a few, man. You don't need to keep going. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that. But so, but anyway. But thing is, I think my my dad told me that there is one woman who there's a case for that open okay. up that he that, that's going to happen in another county in Texas. So she is not a, it's not the civil suit because they still they got, they got 22 civil suits happening, uh-huh. but they got one that is a um, criminal. Um, so like she's been assaulted. That's going to happen in another county. I think is I wonder what did the Browns know? I think they I mean they had to know about this, but if there's still another case happening, why did they take them? Or or is there something in the contract to say hey if you get arrested you can't get it because I didn't hear it because it says guaranteed. So right. everything I was seeing was saying basically, you know, he could get convicted for this stuff and still get paid for like ninety percent of it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm like, I so guess that's why, Browns- why it seems crazy that you know Browns, of course, are like, oh yeah, we investigated all this, but then you know people are saying like, oh yeah, they investigated, but they didn't talk to anybody. So did they really? So, I mean, it's in their best interest to make sure they're covering their own ass. So, we'll see. They could tell. They could tell from the pictures. Like, I can see they, they're telling the truth. But, no, yeah. Like, for them to take that chance. To yeah, take that exactly. chance. That seems so weird to me. Like, that they will put that big of money on him and take a chance that they might not even have him. And Baker Bielfield was good. I mean, he was a good quarterback. He had his problems. But as for the Browns, he was the best quarterback they had in my lifetime. It's <laughs> because they, they never had a good quarterback. So I understand why they went for Watson over Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's like, you know, even though Baker Mayfield's good, Watson, he's great. Like, he's great and he's young too. So, I mean, it kind of sucks because I do I did like Baker Mayfield. I I had nothing. 
I mean, I know some people talk about he threw some interception stuff. I was like, yeah, but what the hell? What else are they going to get? Mm. Well, I guess they got Deshaun Watson, but now you're taking a chance on the situation. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out. And also, the NFL, I think they still can suspend him. But it's only going to be some games. So I guess that's a, hey, you, you'll take that. Really? I just want to know where Baker Mayfield's going to end up at now. I know Aaron Rodgers got a huge contract. He's like the biggest paid quarterback ever for the for the amount of time compared to like Patrick Mahomes is, is over a year of like 10 years. Aaron Rodgers, it's shorter, but for how, yeah. how much you get a year is more. Right. Um, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. That's my fault. I'm sorry. Oh, they lost uh, their wide receiver, though. Devontae Adams, who was great with Aaron uh-huh. Rodgers. Um, but I guess they, <laughs> they probably couldn't pay him. But no, I think I heard that there might be. I don't know if there was problems though. Maybe it was, but he ended up going to was the Raiders. I want to say. I think he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Um, this probably some other moves that happened in the NFL. I just can't think of the top of my head. NBA basketball, the uh, Wizards still suck, uh, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. NCAA tournament happening. You, um, the big Cinderella team is St. Peter's. Um, they, the Peacocks. I guess it is just called St. Peter's. Uh. I, th- I thought it was like a, they had the city or something next to their name. Oh, well. Um, yeah, St. Peter's, they're the Peacocks. And they mm-hmm. won. And they won. They're in the Elite Eight. First time a 15 season in Elite Eight. Also, apparently, it was National Peacock Day yesterday when they won. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, coincidence. Now I think it's fixed, Daniel. Now I think it's fixed. It was all fixed for National Peacock Day. <laughs> um, but, no, but no, man, this is it's a good story. This is a great story. Um, also, you have Duke is in the Elite Eight. They are playing against Arkansas. Um, I haven't seen the Razorbacks in Elite Eight before. Um, also, oh, darn, I missed it. I don't know who won that late game yesterday because I was too tired. North Carolina played against UCLA. And it looks like North Carolina won. Oh, my goodness. North Carolina's in the Elite Eight, too. They're going to be playing against, oh, St. Peter. So huh. that should be interesting. Um, oh, who else we have? We also got, be like, yeah, number one seeds. I think it's only like one number one seed now in there. Kansas is the only number one seed left in the tournament. Huh. And they're going to be playing against a team that I don't know. I don't. Remember. I don't remember. Let me see. Oh, Miami. Yeah, Miami was like number ten. This is the first time Miami been in Elite Eight too. Like a good year. Like a good year for like seeing surprises. Like not seeing everybody. Even though you do see Duke and North Carolina and Kansas. Well, Kansas I like. Duke and North Carolina I don't like. I want them to lose. I wanted Duke to lose like last weekend to um, Michigan State, but unfortunately they they won that game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a good tournament. But the tournament's been um, pretty good. And, of course, I think everybody's bracket, like, busted. And um, I think it was funny. On the first uh, weekend, uh, well, the first two days, um, the Thursday and Friday of last week, they said on ESPN or that, I think either ESPN or CBS, on their bracket challenge, that every this there was one guy who had everything right except for the St. Peter's game. That when they beat um, Kentucky in the first round, and people's like, "Oh, that's good." They say, "Yeah, well, unfortunately, he had Kentucky win the championship." 
it's like damn he had he was he was the best bracket for those for those two days but he's basically busted because he's not gonna have a championship team in there so yeah I, that's what i like about um the tournament so unpredictable that you don't know who's gonna go but it's still it's still a few blue bloods though i mean you still got kansas like i said kansas um duke north carolina who else i mean even though Arkansas is a big school, I mean, but they never been here. Miami is a big school, but they never been here, like in basketball. Right. Uh, and of course, St. Peter's is a surprise. Who's the other team? Uh, damn, who's he? It's still I'm missing uh, uh one more team. Oh, Villanova. I'm sorry, like Villanova uh, versus Houston. Uh. Yeah, Houston. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they've been there either. I want to say. No, actually, they might have. Maybe they have, like, years ago. I don't think in my lifetime, though, but I think they've probably been there years, like, years ago, maybe. I knew Houston was, like, a bigger school in basketball before. Um, but Villanova, of course, they won a championship um, recently, like, a couple of f- few years ago. So, yeah, man, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm really into these games. And the girls, the girls have been okay, even though most, all the games I've seen were blowouts, and Maryland got blew the fuck out by the um Stanford last night so i have no like foot in that um race like it's I, the only thing the team I was rooting for was Berlin. all right so oh i guess i can root for North south carolina cuz i used to have a crush on a coach when she used to play for WNBA <laughs> well, not WNBA i'm sorry when she played for the olympic team back in 96 i i used to have i used to have a crush on her Dom Don Staley. All right. Where are we um where are we at? Is that it for me? Is that it for all sports? Okay, I, I guess so. it is. So I guess what's happening in your fake sports? So uh to bring it back to some sad stuff, uh Scott Hall passed away uh this past week. He had uh, there'd been reports that he had fallen and injured his hip and was getting surgery, and then following that there was some reports coming out that he basically had like three heart attacks uh, post-surgery. It sounded like there were some complications related to that. Um, then he ended up in the ICU, and it things just kind of escalated very quickly. It came out after the fact, though, that maybe there was more to it than that. He had, he had actually been uh, kind of suffering with his addictions again. Uh, a lot of what I think publicly we thought he had kind of gotten through mostly. Um, So that was unfortunate. I mean, he's a big name from my childhood, you know, WCW coming in there, creating the NWO with Kevin Nash. And I, you know, at that age I was, I was definitely a WCW guy and, and having them come in, it was like, Oh man, they are doing the cool thing. You know, I I mean, even at school, like WCW was the cool thing because everybody wanted to be NWO. Like, exactly. NWO, man, was like almost, I heard everywhere. Yeah. It transcended wrestling in a lot of ways. Yeah. It was just the cool, the cool thing. So, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that was really sad when that news came out. Um, and then we just got some news yesterday, uh, courtesy of an interview with uh, one of your favorite guys, Stephen A. Smith, Dominic. Triple H finally came out because he he's been kind of reclusive as of late. I think I 
previously talked about him having some heart issues Mm -hmm. and kind of disappearing. Um, But in his interview with Stephen A. Smith, he officially announced his in-ring retirement. Uh, He said maybe there were plans for him to do something this year at WrestleMania. But with his health, uh, it's done, uh, basically. No, he has to go out like on the wrestler of the movie. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to go out that way, Dominic. Um, Actually, we don't know. We don't know if he died at the end, Daniel. Uh, we know, Dominic. We know. <laughs> it's the Sopranos. With the credits. With the credits. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I don't necessarily need Triple H uh, out there wrestling anymore. I I don't know. I maybe would have liked to see him go out a little more celebratory. You know, let him have that final match that he knows is going to be his final match. Um, but he's had a hell of a career. What he did with NXT in the early years up until, you know, even last year was incredible. And then, then all this health stuff happened and that's when everything turned, uh, it's sounding like Vince and kind of his entourage taking over NXT and turning it into what it is now with NXT 2.0 and, and kind of creating this entirely different thing. Making it great, right, Dale? Um, I, it, it's weird right now, honestly. Like, Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion right now, which if they had done something like that back when Triple... I mean, the problem with when Triple H was running it, one of the few problems with that show was they just had so much talent because they were kind of... They were getting the best on the indies, but they were also trying to basically hoard people to keep them away from AEW at the beginning. Um, They just had such a wealth of talent and only so much time to display that talent. Uh, So people got lost in the mix. And it would have been very cool to see guys like Adolph Ziggler or, you know, any number of guys who on the main roster we're not doing anything go down there and work with some of these younger talents or these more like indie talents to, to one kind of train them for television and, and two just get those kind of cool mashups. And we never really got that. You know, it was just them sitting in catering, going to waste because the main roster was just as bloated as NXT was. Um, But now they're doing that a lot more. And it seems like, because Vince and his crew who run the main roster are now involved with NXT. They're like, Hey, we could pop a rating if we had Ray Mysterio show up on NXT for a week or, you know, in this case, Dolph Ziggler, which I mean, Dolph Ziggler is not a huge name, but at the same time, it's just one of those things that I think a lot of people wrote off as like, Oh, you bring Dolph Ziggler down to lose. Cause that's what he does everywhere else. And then, you know, kind of do this stunt booking of having him actually win the title is, is pretty cool, especially when the guy who had it is very new to the, uh, I don't want to say new to the business because he is the son of um, not Scott Steiner, but uh, Rick Steiner. Yeah, Rick Steiner. Um, so he is the nephew of Scott Steiner. And they aren't leaning into that. Like they've, they've made his name Braun Breaker. So like they didn't just call him a Steiner, but at the same time they're doing very Steinery things with them and and alluding to that stuff a lot. Um, and when he won the title, 
Rick was there to, you know, congratulate him and everything. Um, but yeah, they've had AJ Styles come down. They've had a, quite a few of their main roster talents come down. And I think that would have been a cool thing to have happened with old NXT, especially because that was a very wrestling focused show. And you could have had these guys like Dolph Ziggler, who may not be my favorite from a character standpoint, but is undeniably pretty great in the ring go down to NXT where they were putting on 30 minute matches of just like pure entertainment and, and just fucking kill it and show off what he can do as opposed to on the main roster. He's having a five minute squash match with like Goldberg and just getting absolutely destroyed. Um, so the, there are positive aspects to it, but it's, it's not what NXT used to be, which was, for a while there appointment viewing for me. Like I wanted to watch NXT every week in a way that I wasn't really interested in watching the WWE main product and, and more similar to how I've wanted to watch AEW as of late. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on with wrestling, but it was kind of crazy to see triple H finally come, come out and actually talk about this stuff. It sounds like he didn't want to talk about it any earlier, because it was very much kind of up in the air health wise. Um, he's had a lot of heart issues in his family, you know, uh, you know, relatively early deaths as a result of heart issues. And it sounds like he's not necessarily out of the woods as far as just, you know, being able to live a happy, healthy life right now. So, yeah, man, yeah. Triple H finally retired. Darn. But he, why did he talk to Stephen A. Smith, man? <laughs> because Dominic, no matter how you feel about him, that dude is the dude on ESPN, right? And yeah, they, he is. they love to be to be validated by like the the ESPNs of the world. Uh, oh well. <laughs> All right, so I guess we get to what we've been watching. Um, yeah. I can't even think of. I, I feel like I watched something, but I just can't remember. But I know I watched. The movie Hugo for the first time. I watched it in the VR headset for I could see it in 3D. And that's a great 3D movie. Like like visually. You haven't seen that movie before? I thought we had talked about that in the past. I never seen it before. Oh. Um, yeah, I yeah, I, I never seen it before. Um have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I enjoy that movie. Especially the 3D stuff was nice, even, you know, I'm I'm sure in VR it was even better. Oh, you saw it from your TV, not the theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw it on TV. Um, but yeah, it it looked really good. Um, it's a it's a nice story, you know, with the kid who stays in like the clock tower in the mm. train station, and he's building that um, mechanical man or whatever the um, they call it automaton. What was it? What was it called? That sounds right. Yeah, something like that. Um, and dealing with, and also dealing with like the old movies, like movies, like first really. Um, mm. being a thing and seeing like an old director and something like that. That was that was cool. That that was I really liked the story. The story was great, and like I said, the visually like the three D effects were really good. It's funny because that's not a movie you would think of like oh, a lot of special effects in here. You know, it's like, but the way it was done, it was done very well. Who, who did that? was that? Um, was the um, Spielberg, director right? Steven Spielberg? Was it? It felt or- like a Steven Spielberg. I want to say Steven Spielberg, but I feel like it's not. 
No, Martin Scorsese. That's what. It was. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Martin Scorsese. So yeah, it was a uh, big director. But I did watch Ten Ten again. Mm. Um. Now, so I seen it in three D for the first time, and yeah, that was that was good. That was a good movie, man. Yeah. I'm, it's pretty bad that it didn't get a lot of attention. I mean, like people didn't really go see it. I don't know. I just want to know why. Was it they didn't have a good advertisement for it, or yeah, the it's weird because you're talking Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg being involved with that thing and computer graphics that look incredible for the time. Yeah. Probably still do. Oh, they still do. Yeah, they still do. Plus 3D right. that looked incredible. Who talked for 1010? <sighs> Who was it? I know Andy Circus was the other guy because I could tell from his voice. Yeah. You sound like Caesar. Uh, let's see. Adventures of... I don't want Tintin 2. This is Tintin 2? <laughs> they were supposed to be. Uh, let's see. Cast. Jamie Bell. Which I don't know who that the, is. The kid that... um He was Billy Elliot, and then he was, I think, Ben Grimm in the fan four-stick movie. Oh, reboot okay. With... Uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So, what did you watch? Uh, so I watched Turning Red. That's the new Pixar movie on Disney Plus, and that was a cute movie. I um, it's not necessarily my favorite one, but I enjoyed watching it. It looked good, and the story was cute. I, you know, I. It's weird because I had been hearing people talk about how it, maybe it's a little too adult or the the subject matter isn't appropriate for a younger audience even though what's it's the subject much, matter well like they they allude to uh, slash i mean i kind of obviously talk about like periods and stuff but it's very brief that they are at all explicit about it and by explicit i don't mean you know biology stuff i mean just saying like oh here are your pads like that kind of thing mm-hmm and otherwise, the entire movie is about her turning into a red panda. Now, you with that context could go, okay, you know, the red panda is representative of her hormones. And, and you know, the creature you become as you go through puberty and stuff like that. But that's not something that is explicitly laid out in that movie where a a kid that is not of a knowing age is going to take anything away from it, I believe. Um, so I think that discourse that was going around for a little bit is, is kind of silly. Um, but like I said, I think overall it's an enjoyable movie and there are some kind of sweet family moments to be taken away from it in relation to a mother and her daughter and her father, you know, going on the adventure of her daughter, their daughter going through puberty and, and, you know, kind of dealing with that stuff. It's, it's very much about this girl who is, is coming to the realization that she's becoming her own woman and maybe no longer wants to do the things that she was previously doing to not necessarily keep her mother happy, but she was doing enjoying them but she wasn't enjoying them as much as she thought she was because it was mostly like following in her mother's footsteps kind of thing 
Um, so it's a very sweet Pixar movie. It's not top tier for me. It's not, you know, it's not inside out levels of, of, of sweetness and care in relation to the character, but I, I still liked it a lot. So I okay. recommend it. Yeah. Um, I and did then not I also, know that was the subject matter of that movie. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know not, yeah, I'm not going to see it. Uh, see, I shouldn't have said anything and let you watch it. Oh, and I wasn't then... going to watch it anyway, Dan. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Come on, Dominic. It's Pixar. It's appointment viewing. Yeah. What happened? I, I don't. I'm not into that anymore. Yeah. All right. And then I also watched The Adam Project, which is the new Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie that is about time travel. Is that good? I I enjoyed it actually. Okay, um, so yeah, I'll I, watch it then. I think it yeah, I think you would enjoy it. It's pretty good. Um Well, I was going to watch it probably in VR, but I'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I it it's it's a it's a nice little story that has some dark turns to it, but basically it's Ryan Reynolds coming from the future visiting his younger self to try and correct things in the, in the future. Well, trying to correct them in the past to ensure that his future is not shitty. You know, tale as old as time song as old as rhyme, Ryan Reynolds. And yeah. Beast. Beauty and the beast. Um, yes. <laughs> it is, and, and the thing I will say is like the, the young man that plays Ryan Reynolds at a younger age does a very good job of, coming off as Ryan Reynolds. Like he is very believably the same character as Ryan Reynolds and, and surprise, surprise Ryan Reynolds basically plays the same character that you expect Ryan Reynolds to play smart mouth, you know, cool guy. Um, so yeah, with a little bit of vulnerability. So yeah, I, I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was, it was good. So I, w- I would recommend that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, been it as far as stuff i've been watching at least that i can remember so all right so i guess we get into what we've been playing yeah. so you you want to start or you want me sure. to start yeah i can kick it off I, I don't have too much to say about the first two um i played ghostwire tokyo prelude because last weekend well i had downloaded it and i was kind of interested to see what it was because i'm interested in ghostwire tokyo and this is also like a visual novel um, uh, Ace Attorney esque thing oh. as a as a setup to that game. Not like being a dick. It's not visual novel like being a dick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> with uh less graphic uh, PNV action. <laughs> um, maybe I just didn't unlock that part. Um, yeah, but I, because I was having internet issues in addition to my sickness, I couldn't play some of the things that I was playing. Uh, because they require uh, internet, like Game Pass stuff. Unfortunately, I have I have been backhanded, Dominic, with the uh, positivity that I always instill about streaming games. Um, so yeah, this one actually let me play it while I was offline. So I, I gave it a try. It was, I don't know if it's shorter than I was expecting, but by the time I got to the end, I was like, oh, this is over already, okay. One, I'm kind of glad because it just wasn't really doing much for me. Um, but I was also just surprised that it, it was kind of as short an experience as, as it was. Because um, I've got a video of that. I, I uploaded it, so you can use some of that if okay. you want. Um, 
but it, it, it's very much an Ace Attorney thing, but with very little of the actual investigation stuff, which is the stuff that I find the most interesting because it's like puzzle solving stuff tied into the visual novel conversation stuff. It was very much just buttoning through text and text and text and text. Um, and then maybe you get the choice to like choose between one of your partners to further the text in a different way. Uh, basically you're this investigator who deals in paranormal activity uh, this boy you meet up with, apparently his friend has disappeared and he suspects there's something going on. So he gets in touch with you. And then you have this team kind of back at the HQ that you're conversing with, conversing with, um, and, and you're just going through conversations with him, trying to figure things out. There are two moments where you're, you get into like some combat and it's basically like, you know, let me choose from this menu of things that you want to do. And it didn't really feel like there were many consequences there even. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of fell flat for me. It didn't make me feel any better or less about Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm not more excited by it. I would have honestly much rather just had a demo of that game than, than them have had produced this. But it is what it is. You know, they made a, a design choice and they went with it. Um, but I, I'm still interested in what Ghostwire Tokyo is. Um, I know the reviews haven't been necessarily glowing for it, but I don't think they've been negative to a point where if I saw that game at a severely discounted price that I wouldn't necessarily, you know. I mean, it'll it come up. to Game Pass eventually, uh, I guess next year. Yeah, I, and that's I think that's when I'll end up touching that game really is when it comes. Um, also chicory chicory also shout out to them. I did not have to be online to play that. So I played some of that as well. Uh, basically went through the next area cause it's kind of split up into little chapters, uh, kind of, uh, bookended by boss fights and boss fights all seem pretty similar so far. It's like, you're in this dark background and then there's an eyeball and you have to splash it with paint and then it, you know, has a different attack than the previous boss or additional attacks. And then you're kind of doing the same thing, just constantly swiping over the eyeball with some paint and avoiding the other things. They're fine. Um, it's not, it's not Zelda level of creativity for the bosses, but they work for what they do. Um, I'm still enjoying that game. I've gotten another power now where if I paint on the ground in a very like Splatoon like fashion, I can then go down into the paint and move quickly across the board or through a smaller gap than I previously could. I think that game's still very sweet and I like it, but I'm also not, it's not, it's not drawing me back. You know, it, 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 it took a little bit of, Hey, I can't really play many other games right now. I'm going to play this to go back to it. Cause honestly, the one game that I did start playing is tunic and that is on game pass. Um, I think kind of as a surprise drop, right? Like we weren't initially expecting it to be on game pass. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I've seen it shown off, but I remember saying, Hey, this is going to be day one on game pass. Maybe it yeah. did, but I just don't remember recalling that. Yeah, I think that kind of came out as like the part of that Xbox ID presentation they had. They were like, hey, also, you know, we've been showing you 
Tunic a lot and haven't said anything about it being Game Pass, but guess what? It's Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so that was very exciting because that game looked awesome. And, you know, from the, the, the demo that was out there, I thought it was a cute little thing. I wasn't sure if I was going to get it immediately just because of how large my backlog is at any given time. Um, but it being on Game Pass, of course, just lets me get into that shit and start playing it. And yeah, I've been having a great time with it. We've talked about it in the past. It's a beautiful game. It runs nice on my PC. Because um, it's pretty simple, simplistic graphics. I wouldn't expect it to be necessarily you know, a hard-hitting powerhouse. And thankfully, it is not. Um, and, and it's just... It's a lot more than I was expecting, to be honest with you, in a lot of ways. Um, I came into it thinking it was going to be, you know, this kind of Zelda-like with maybe some Dark Souls aspects to it. You know, the combat is maybe a little more deliberate than a Zelda game. And also you have like the corpse run thing where if you die, you drop a little ghosty guy and you got to go back to get some of your little pellets. Um, But it's very much become more of like, almost a mystery thing because in this game, the language that they use is very much just like hieroglyphics that are unlegible to you. And, and maybe at some point in the game, you get something that translates them or maybe that's part of the mystery. Um, but also throughout the game, you're picking up like these little pages to a manual and it very much looks like an old, like Super Nintendo or NES or Game Boy manual where you have little screenshots of the game, but you also have like these very beautiful hand art drawn, you know, visual pieces of like maps and overworlds and stuff like that and, and, and characters. And there are even like actual handwritings in there of like, it looks like somebody was taking notes on some of the pages. Um, and based off of some of the achievements that I got, and I don't even understand how I got it necessarily, there are things to decipher in that menu or in that um, uh, whatever it, uh, booklet, basically instruction booklet um, in a way that I I've seen people compare to Fez and, and that game is very much one that like took a lot of deciphering and I, never ended up getting as far as I wanted to in that game, because I think I, I was trying to avoid that stuff while also, I think I just got stuck at a point and I didn't want to kind of get involved in the talk around Fez because I knew there was some things that like, once you knew the game, I mean, like opened the world up in a way. Um, And honestly, that kind of concerns me with this game because there's stuff that I was noticing upon playing it. Like you'll reach the end of, let's say, a dungeon, for example, and then it brings you out to an exit. And it's like, wait a second, that exit was here the entire time, like mere footsteps away. But between the the trees and the scenery and the camera orientation, you just didn't notice it was there. So now I'm finding myself like pressing up against every wall to see if there's something hidden behind, you know, like this weird uh, little set of rocks or something like that. Or if there's a waterfall, like, oh, can I walk behind this? Is there a treasure chest or something like that? Um, 
But then after having listened to some podcasts talking about it, they were like, oh, yeah, it's very much like that kind of game. And and they didn't really get too spoilery, but they gave me the indication that there was more to it than what it was. And I was like, ah, I need to stay away from this stuff because I want to <laughs> kind of naturally discover that stuff a little more myself. Um, yeah, I, I just so far, I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm very excited to play some more of that. I'm probably like, I don't know, like two and a half hours into that. I think so far, I, I don't know that I've actually, I think I fought a boss. I can't remember. Cause it, it was a while between me playing it like last weekend or like last week, I guess, whenever it came out. What kind of boss day. you fight? I what kind I don't of remember, honestly. That's what I'm, I'm Are thinking. Animals? Yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of like, so far I've I've been fighting like little octopus guys. They spin around and these kind of moblin-esque things are the ones that I see the most. Uh, initially in the first area, they're kind of like goo guys. So it seems very much like uh, what you would expect out of like a Zelda game. Yeah. Those kind of guys. Um. It's not necessarily like themed around animals or anything like that, despite you being a fox. Well, I thought it would be like um, the hound to be the boss at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the final boss. I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm very much enjoying that game so far. Have you had a chance to play any of that at all yet? Nah, I didn't play it okay. yet. Gotcha. I just played the last time I played it was a demo. Mm. Gotcha. All right. So what have you been playing this week, Dominic? All right. So my um sister took the Oculus away and no. I was angry. Um, she shouldn't even, she ain't had to come back here either. Cause she came back <laughs> from Atlanta and I think, I'm, uh, I don't know. I mean, just, I'm just angry. Cause I didn't think she, she was going to take it away. Trip purposely just to take it away from you. She, yeah, she was leaving. It's like, I'm taking the Oculus cause my back is feeling a little bit better. So I try to hit her in the back again to make it. <laughs> so she has to <laughs> go back, <laughs> but, but no. So, but before she took it away, I did play some more Vox Machina. It's really hard to control. Um, oh, really? I mean, it's not actually. It's not really hard to control. It's just that. Okay, I guess it is kind of hard. To, yeah, I think maybe it's hard to control because it gets to a point where, oh, if you jet use your jet boost to get up to this high point on this like mountain, it it'll, it'll make you go faster, so you can travel faster. Because they say like catch up with these other um, robots who's on your mm. team. And I just can't get. Sometimes I can't, either can't get high enough because my fuel go down. So you got really get to time it right till you have enough fuel. And it takes a long time just to recharge up. Like mm-hmm. I said, so when I'm out of fuel and I'm waiting for a recharge, it doesn't go like like the Halo Shield where you just pause a bit and it zooms up. It just goes up slowly. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so I gotta be waiting. And then so when I do get up there and go super fast, it's still kind of hard to control to like move, maneuver around a bit and yeah i like when i was fighting enemies i mean it's fun but i can't it's kind of hard to avoid hits uh and trying to monitor like where i've been hit and like what to do i mean it's okay i mean it's like it's fun at the same time but then it's like you know it needs to be a little bit easier i wish it was like a really easier mode and i wish you would just for things to recharge to be a whole lot quicker like this is taking too much time, and yeah, that, I, so I have a little problem with that. Um, I did beat Vader Immortal too. Uh, so yeah, you do fight the Rancor, and Ooh. 
like you know, I think yeah, you end up killing it. Like you fight it with some other um, this other alien or something like that. That was that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It felt so. Um, excuse me. For um, some reason, it felt shorter than the last one. I don't know if it okay. was. Maybe it was, but it does have a lot to it because it does have the lightsaber battle, which I didn't do. I didn't do that in the first one. See, I didn't do the extra stuff that was mm. in that one. Um, but I didn't really play with it on this one yet either. While I was, but uh, like I said, the Oculus got taken away from me. I'm uh, taken yeah. away from me. So uh, I was going to try some of the um, extra modes in the game. But the story was good. The story was at, like like at the end. I mean, oh, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, it was it was a good story. I also played a a game called um is it called Demio? Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah, Demio. Demio, yeah, okay. I've, uh, I've it's like a board game, a RPG, Dungeons and Dragons type of game. Mm-hmm. So you're on, like you're in a basement, just like a, almost like an 80s looking like a basement, like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, but you're playing this game. And they tell you how to play. Like you can zoom in on the board real close to your character or zoom out. So yeah, it's like you're playing on the board game, but it's animated. And... You can roll the dice to move, you know, move spaces and things of that nature, like hit points, all that stuff like you do in Dungeons and Dragons, which I never played in my life before. But I mean, I just know about it from, you know, TV, basically. And it's, it seems fun. Like, it seems cool. And it seems cool that you can play this online um, with, pe- with people. And I mean, it's, it's, the animation looks nice. It looks fun. Like, just playing single player, I'm okay. It's like, it's just like RPG to me, like a regular RPG game. Mm. It's just done in that format. And I was scared of shit on me when I first started because it took a long time to load. Uh, well, longer than I thought. Like it was doing something, and I was paying attention. Then I heard someone, some woman talking to talking to me. I was like, "Where the hell is she?" Because um, I'm playing sitting down. And then I was, I just turned to my side, and a goddamn woman, like just right there next to me, just looking at me talking, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. And like I think my mom's sister just heard me. Like, what the hell? What are you doing? And so I said. Man, I just I said this woman just scared me in this game or something like that. <laughs> um, Living my yeah. best life in VR. Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but no, that that game is actually pretty good because I I read some reviews and how people like it, but I was thinking like I don't really care about no Dungeons and Dragon like rolling dice game. What the hell do I want to play out of this? But I saw some good reviews, so I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. And I was like, okay, I see the appeal to this type of game. This does look cool, and it looks nice that I can look all around the. Um, the board and zoom in real close out and go you can walk around too if i when, when i put it so i can be in um room scale mode how you can just walk around the board and things it's, that was it's neat um what else have i played i also played i'm trying to think anything else in vr new that i played i don't think i played anything else new in vr so i've been playing shadow warrior 2 um that game is it's not long but um, so some reason I thought it was like, oh, I'm getting close to the end, but then something just opened up and said, oh, I gotta, I got some more stuff to do. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun with it. It does get, it feels a little repetitive because you do go back to places, but you're just doing different missions, but it's still the mm. same environments. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I feel like I still like the first one better. Uh, it's like, I like the idea of just being like a streamlined single player, first person shooter. Just going through the environment and everything. Um, kind of like Doom. I mean, you know, you just go to level and level. While here, you go back to the hub world and you can do extra missions to 
level up or get new weapons and go back out to the map and pick a location. But you've been there before. And because I at first I didn't really notice that because I didn't really notice like the places I've been. So mm-hmm. I, when I go back, I said, this looks familiar. I said, man, these locations, some of these locations look familiar. And that's, then I realized like, oh, I've been in this exact location before. They just all they do is just it's a new mission. Like I'm finding a new enemy somewhere. So that's the only problem I really had with it. Other than that, I mean, it's funny. Um, I like the gameplay. I like the um, sword. Now, the sword play, I wish it, for some reason, it doesn't feel like the first one to me. It feels like I, the first one, the sword. I mean, you can go in different directions, just like in the first game, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like I have to be more, like, really strategic, like the first game, like I did. Then, yeah, like I did in the first game, for some reason. I feel like it's more button smashy that it doesn't matter how I swing it. I'm uh-huh. just going to do damage. I mean, I'm sure you do more, but it didn't feel like. It didn't, it didn't feel that way. Um, anything else about the game? No, I think it's not really much to say. Anything else to say? Oh, I did play the... Um, I guess there was some holiday DLC for the game. And I went to a location where you have to collect the Christmas presents, I guess, <laughs> that the fake Santa Claus dropped or something like that. Gosh. And so, and like, there were demons around, of course, saying you get to fight them. And I mean, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, it's... It's a funny game. It's a funny game. It's fun. Uh, it's like, like I said, it's like a, like a lesser Doom, like a Doom game. Um, but it's yeah. But I, but I used, to, I still have fun with it. Like I, I still enjoy it. Mm. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Um, there was another VR game I played, the um, Tales from the Galaxy one. And I did get to uh, part of the game where I have to like shoot enemies and like I have weapon looking for. I'm looking for something. You know, I honestly I don't even remember. But I'm doing a job for somebody and I'm looking for something. And I have to go through this encampment where there's some freaking pirates and stuff. So I'm like it it's okay, but it it's not easy for me to throw my, my well it's not a bomb. It's some type of orb. It's like the orb that um Luke used to train with this lightsaber. But I use it to go after enemies. And Trying to grab that out my pocket and have a gun is kind of it's hard to do. I don't know how you do that. It's like I have to put my gun back, put my gun down, then grab at the pocket, like go to the menu and take it out. Where I feel like I should be able to just grab it real quick and just throw it. Right. And I don't. If there is a quicker way to do it, I don't know because they didn't show me one. It didn't show me a quicker way to do it. And like, yeah, it gets a little cumbersome when it gets like that to a point. Like, especially as I'm getting shot at, I'm like, I don't have time to go in my pocket to um get this thing like i might find cover behind a rock right. and i might be able to do it but yeah that it i've there has to be an easier way to do that like it's a little, a little too cumbersome but other than that i mean it's okay it's an okay game it's not perfect but it's enjoyable just because the star wars universe and it's vr and mm. you know you're i'm shooting my laser gun and shit like that so i'm still not that great at aiming i wish there was some type of aim assist with that shit yeah. I mean, I guess they don't want to make it too. They want to make it a little real, like it's really one to one. But I'm not a good shot. I don't shoot guns, <laughs> you know, normally. So I, I'm missing a lot. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's all I play. I'm trying to remember. I play anything else? Because I didn't really play a whole lot, honestly. I just been playing, um, like Shadow Warrior too. I didn't even play. I didn't start playing a lot of it till recently. Mm. Um. 
Oh, I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I went back to Civ Six. I've been um, ah, uh, there I've you been playing go. that, and that's been taking a lot of my time. Like, I just <laughs> been getting addicted to that, and yeah, it's um, yeah, I got, I, I'm taking a break from it now, but that that's a lie. I, I took a break for about a day, and I'm uh, probably going back <laughs> to it. But yeah, that's been taking a whole lot of my time. Like, I've off time. Like, ah, I play some Civ Six, have some on TV, fucking. Just listen to you. Probably have some news on to see what the hell's going on around the world, and yeah. have uh, man. And there's nothing else fucking going around the world apparently because all I see is Ukraine up here. <laughs> like, damn, man. I know it's got to be something going on. I mean, I saw I saw some fire happen in Saudi Arabia or something. I don't know what the hell that was about. Oh, wow. I just saw that down when we was on the podcast, um, but I don't have no captions on, so I don't know what they're saying. Um, but yeah, uh, just been getting addicted to Civ, and I, I actually been trying to play. I played it without any cheats. So, um, I'm still on the same map. I'm still, I think I took over one place. I took over one, um, area. Uh, who was it? I think it was just like a Saudi country or whatever. <laughs> it was. I took uh-huh. over. That were close to me. They had the resources I needed, Daniel. And they yeah. weren't trying to trade to me, with me. So I said, well, let me just send uh, my battalion like a true at true American, Dominic. Yeah. And I am America. I am America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... So yeah, uh, what? But so far, I'm being really diplomatic. No fighting, even though people were angry at me that I defeated them, except yeah. for one country because they wanted me to fight them. Um, but they they're okay now. Seems like everybody's okay now. But I'm not. I think like the third biggest of them. But I like uh, as size wise, there's one that's bigger. They have a whole lot of cities, but don't have a whole lot of resources. But I think in resources, I'm probably near the top. I don't think I am the top though. I think it's um, maybe not England. Is it Russia? I think uh, maybe it's Russia. I mean, it's like the Russian one to Moscow. This is something like that. So, oh, I guess Civ didn't take my, take Russia out. Um, their game they didn't patch it in, or at least uh, I didn't. I didn't download the nobody's patch. working on that game anymore. Don't <laughs> <I>? <laughs> All right. So that's all I played. So I guess we'll take a quick break. And when we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2012, 10 years ago. These last two weeks, we have some games here. Um, the first up is Shoot Many Robots, which was a like isometric shooter, I believe. Because I think I played the demo of this game. I mean, it wasn't. It was just an average game, basically. Mm. It was. I mean, it was good. I mean, it wasn't horrible or like bad, but it wasn't like super great or anything. But it did the job, basically. Right. You know, you shot many robots because <laughs> <And, laughs> it got uh, what a uh, seventy-one on Xbox three sixty, sixty-seven on PS three, and seventy-four on uh, PC. Well, that's game rankings. Well, better credit got. 67 on Xbox 360 and 70 on PS on PC. I don't see a PS3 one. A lot of people didn't. Um, oh, there you go. Okay, I see it. I see eight sevens. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. And that's from the demo I played. That's how that game is. All right. So we also got Dungeon Defenders. I think we talked about this before, um, but it's on the Mac now. So yeah, go ahead. You Apple people can finally play it on your stupid ass desktop Mac, whatever. <laughs> oh. Or um, MacBook, whatever. Okay, um, Wise, the Oath of Fagana, a Wise game, is on Windows. So there you go. 
Uh, Armored Core 5 was released t- 10 years ago. I played... Did I play this one? I think it was... No, not that one. I forgot what Armored Core I played. I only played one of them. In, in, maybe it was a side story. Like, it was a numbered one. But, I mean, it was okay. But it was not this... It was something I was really into. Yeah. And I really got, like, into... Or, like, wanted to get into it. But this got average low average reviews too 65 out of 100 on metacritic for mm. ps3 68 for xbox 360 now some of the highest reviews i see is edge gave it an 8 out of 10 um your gamer gave it an 8 out of 10 and famitsu famitsu um gave it 34 out of 40 that checks out <laughs> they love their robots over there yeah all right what else we have here we got Connect Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never played this. Have you played this? No. I think, was there a demo for the, no, I don't remember. I don't any, even know there was a demo. Any of these games. But I remember seeing it a lot at Target, you know, and around the time of the Connect, it was like, hey, this is kind of a big thing because even at its biggest, Connect wasn't really getting a lot of games and especially games with like big names on it like this where you know it's Disney. Yeah. Um there was a remastered one for this game for the Xbox One. Oh shit. And it supports 4K resolution. Can I play that in high on dynamic my range Xbox One X. <laughs> Oh wait, um, apparently the- I can. It has enhancements on the Xbox One X. Oh good. I wonder if I can pl- well, I guess I can't play it on my Series X cuz they don't have a port for my Connect. So Make the, the review, connect uh, backwards compatible, you bastards, or forwards compatible, or whatever. Only a sixty-eight uh, for this game. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a connect game after all. Still, yeah, exactly. There were very few that actually scored well. Ninja Gaiden Three came out ten years ago. Man, uh, it's what? How was this received? This was received not good. Uh, 58 out of 100 on both Rough. PS3 and Xbox 360 on Metacritic. Oh, good God. I didn't realize it, it was like that low. Yeah, that's that's a hard fall for that game. Yeah, because Ninja Gaiden 2. Yeah, it seemed like nin- people love Ninja Gaiden 2. Yeah. Um, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden 2, I guess. It's- Hold up. Was that guy working on this game? The guy who with the sexual misconduct, Is I think he had. Itagaki? I think yeah, he was I don't still- think he was. Oh no! Okay. Oh yeah. The this is the game. The the game is the first in the modern series to be directed by someone other than Itagaki. Uh, it just I forgot. What did he do? I don't even remember. I mean, was it just general he like touch one of the um, DOA girls stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Said they're my creations. I can touch them. Uh. <laughs> All right, we got Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City came out 10 years ago. This was the multiplayer game. I think my friend Ooh, played yeah. it. He said it was pretty bad, and it got reviewed <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> pretty bad, too. I think, yeah, it got 52 out of 100 on both PS3 mm. and 360, 48 out of 100 on PC. The highest score I see is Destructoid, gave it a 7.5. For everybody else, like 4 out of 10, 3 out of 10, 6 they out of 10. for better friends to play with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think my friend knew it was like really multiplayer. 
Um, Game Shark gave it a B, though, Dominic. <laughs> Game Shark. <laughs> Game Shark, man. They may have some good <laughs> cheats for it. That's yep. why. All right, the Silent Hill HD collection came out. That's which takes me to Silent Hill I 2. Just never got into at all, and it always seemed cool, but at the same time, there was always Resident Evil, which seemed like more fun because there were more guns involved. Yeah, um, the wiki page takes me to Silent Hill 2. Um, so I'm going to assume it's, it's a pretty good HD collection. Like, what Silent Hills are in this HD collection? Let's see. I would hope at least the first three. <laughs> yeah. It should and be the basic. four. It should be at least room. The room. It includes two and three only. <laughs> oh, man. That sucks. So apparently one did not make the cut. <laughs> well, two was the first one on PlayStation 2, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they didn't want to go that far. But still, why they couldn't do the room? The room one. Was that three or four? Uh, maybe that was, that that was, was four, four, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. What we got here? We got... Suminani Sumiani Demon Arts I don't know what this is and the wiki is not going to help me with it it came on PS Vita it's a PS Vita game and I guess that's the did you see it do you see what it looks like no I was thinking originally it was that one with the like stylized hand drawn um uh like anime girl, uh-huh. uh, I guess it 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 looks kind of like um like Okami. Okami, it yeah, that, like, it does like a side scrolling yeah. Okami. I wonder if it's made by the same people. Because like even this logo is very much Okami to me, and and maybe that's just because it's like black and red and white. But okay, I do remember this like demon guy. I think I've seen him in the past. Yeah, somebody even says that it resembles Okami in the paint combination. Oh, yeah, does, did this come on anything else? Because it looks like something I want to play, at least try. Yeah. I don't know, because it looks like it uses the touchscreen to do like painting stuff. So I don't know. I came on Android at some point. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can play it on your phone. Well, you can play it on a phone from like 10 years ago. Yeah. All right. We got Warriors Ortachi, or Orochi um, 3, which is the like Dynasty Warriors game, but with Japanese, the, um, uh, well, yeah, with the Jap- with Japanese heroes instead of the Chinese Dynasty mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, what else we have here? We have Mutant Storm Reloaded. I don't know what that is. I shouldn't have probably said this. <laughs> it looks like one of those uh, self-published for the Xbox kind of games. And uh, what is it? Cinemore? Cinemora. Where, where, um, so that's, that's like the, the bullet, bullet hell. hell. Is right? that the bullet hell shooter, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought it would be pretty good for the people that like that kind of thing. Those games yeah, always intimidate me. Visually, it looks good too. Like it looks like a modern, like kind of bullet hell shooter. Hmm. Yeah, it got a 85 on Metacritic. Like it got I remember getting high praise. Yeah. Um Angry Birds Space came out for the Windows, Mac, and iOS. Oh yeah. I was still playing those games back then. Uh you got Kid pretty good. Icarus Uprising for the 3DS. This is the 
game. I mean, this was when 3DS was shown off. They showed this game off. Yeah. Um, if I so we finally got our hands on it, and I played a bit of it. It was, it was weird. Yeah, that's all I can really like, say. The controls were so compromised for it because they didn't have that second stick, and then exactly. you could like get the second stick add-on. But it's just like this entire big thing just for a analog stick on the right side of your controls. It just it was so weird. And this is the only yeah we haven't even got another Kid Icarus game right. Put that right? out on the on the Switch. I don't know. Maybe it used the bottom screen too much though, or something, right? Rayman Three HD came out for the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, Total War Shogun Two: Fall of the Samurai came out. Ooh. You know, so, um, Total War games, man. Like, well, the Shogun, I remember those. I used to like just seeing them. Yeah. Um, like play out. Say, man, it's a so Total good. War game. They would. That's the one they would use on the History Channel too, right? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that was always fun to watch. Capital did. Oh, I said Capital. What the fuck I'm saying? Um, Capcom <laughs> Digital Collection came out for the Xbox 360. So what they have here? Super Street Fighter 2. Um, darn, this thing. I had the image open, and now I can't find it. For that there one. it is. 1942 Bionic Commando Rearmed 2. Um, something Battlefield Commando 3. Flock, Rocketeer, Puzzle Fighter, Super Puzzle Fighter. What's that? You said Rocketeer. What's Rocket Men then? Axis of Evil. Oh, maybe it's Rocket Men. I can't. This image is very. Oh, see, so look at the image too. I was like trying to do that. I mean, I don't know. I could tell it was a Street Fighter one. Yeah. And that's Turbo. It was Turbo HD Remix. That's what that was. Okay. Super Super Puzzle Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. Yeah. And then Final Fight. Wolf something. of the Battlefield Commando 3. Okay, that's what it is. So eight, talking about eight hits. I mean, come on. <laughs> a Capcom digital collection you only give me eight games. All right, and then you give you. Is that the buy? That's about a Commando rearmed one. It's not one. even the original yeah, one. It, it's weird. Like this is like here's your collection of ones that we've released on Xbox Live Arcade. That's you know what? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That Rocket Man logo looks very much like the Futurama logo, though. <laughs> All right, we got what is this? Closure on the PlayStation Network. Uh, finally, closure. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's a puzzle platform game developed by American programmer Tyler Glale. Um, Glad I don't know Glale. Um, and artist John. Okay, I'm not saying these names. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was originally. I think I've a- seen this before. Like it's very black and white. Looks kind of like an inside type game, you know, a puzzle platformer. But it's simplistic, but more gothy almost. Cause got an 81 on Metacritic for PS3. Oh, wow. I got a 78 on um PC. Like Eurogamer gave it an 8 out of 10. GameSpot gave it 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, nice. IGN 8.5. Game Trailers 8.1. Joystick 4. Yeah, it sees a lot of 4 stars. Yeah. You got pretty good scores, scores on that. All right, we got County Dance All Stars up here, and oh, I said County, I said County, a country <laughs> dance All Stars. The County one's better though. Uh, I don't even have a wiki page, so I'm just gonna say it sucked. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> the Gettysburg Armored Warfare. 
which I can't even click going. I don't think this is a real game, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, why would you be armored if you're at Gettysburg? That's what I'm thinking. They Maybe it's like armor. a future war, Daniel. It's a future war that happens at Gettysburg. It's like in Wild Wild West when the dude's got like a mechanical ear. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. No, thank you. Ridge Racer Unbounded, a Ridge Racer game. Came out for the PS3, Windows, and Xbox 360. Yes, we're not that far off the launch of those consoles. Usually those come at launch day. Yeah, they are. Now, this is, well, it's 2012. Oh, yeah. We are pretty far. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, this is coming near the end of them. So you got 72 on Metacritic for basically all of them. Stuff for the 71 on Xbox 360, which, who, who fucked them over? Who fucked the Xbox <laughs> for that one point? <laughs> it's probably their, their own magazine probably fucked them over. The original Xbox magazine probably did. They get a 6.5. Uh, but yeah, Ridge Racer. Like, we don't yeah, want I, this trash on our console. Was there a Ridge Racer for the for the one and PS4? Uh no, I think that's when it stopped. Could this be the last Ridge Racer? Let's see. Ridge Racer. I can't read this because it's very small for some reason. Draw and drift. What is that? It's got to be like an iPhone thing. Yeah. And then Ridge Racer Slipstream. I feel like that's probably also a phone thing because it also does not have an entry in Wiki. And then, yeah, Ridge Racer Unbounded. Yeah, everybody gets this game. dead, Dominic. It's dead. Before you can remember Ridge Racer this day. I think I only played the first. The only Ridge Racer I played was probably the first one. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So what we got here is Supremacy MMA Unrestricted on the PS Vita. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Uh, who's on the front of this, Dan? Um, I'm going to say, since it's named Supremacy. Jerome, uh, is this freaking Jer- Jerome LeBanner? Is that him? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with this. Um, yeah, it's Jerome got bad scores. Yeah, like in the <laughs> 40s on Metacritic. What? 47 out of 100 isn't good, Dominic. What more could you want? <laughs> All Besides right. more Jerome LeBanner. Uh Temple Run is absolutely worth saying, just not on Android. Oh, okay. I know and what Temple Run is. Now, now that I Temple see the picture. Run. Yeah, Temple just Run that- was huge. I mean, it had its time. We'll put some respect on its name. Yeah, but it's it been out already. Exactly. All right. Um, I must. I don't remember talking about it though. So okay, Temple Run came out. It came out on iOS in 2011. So that was a year ago. Yeah. So now it came, then it came on iAndroid. But why? Hold up. Why is that worth saying on Android then? It, it's not for Android specifically, unless oh. we didn't talk about it. But that's it. Temple Run. It was a big thing. Yeah. I never really played it, but it was a big thing. Tiger Woods, PGA Tour, 13. He was still doing it. He was still on the front. Yeah. So that shit didn't happen yet. Um, with his wife. This, oh, he was with um another guy, though. I think I want to say that's McElroy. I was going to say, is that like the Rory McElroy year or yeah. something? And the Masters are featured in it. That's what I like. Uh, also, Tropical Four, Modern Times came out. 
Tropical, man. That's just a game I never really played, like but Tropical I always see seven now. Yeah. Um, always said that game for earlier, and that's it for 2012. And now we go back 20 years to 2002. We got Broken Sword, The Shadow of Templars, came out on the Game Boy Advance. That is that point and click game, and I didn't know they had it. <laughs> they came on Game Boy Advance. I didn't know point yeah. and click games came on that thing. All right. Uh, yeah, Virtual Fighter Four came on PlayStation Two. I got this game, but I got it when it was like 20 bucks though. I think probably so probably like a year later. Mm. Sega Soccer Slam came out for the GameCube. Uh, I know nothing about this. I guess it's supposed to be is this better than Mario Soccer? Um well, it was I got 84 on I the GameCube. Say, I feel like I remember people talking about it very positively. It was it was very much in that vein, but it had like crazy characters like a luchador and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that game being kind of a big thing at the time. People it came out. It comes it. out later for the Xbox and the PS2, but the PS2 got a worse score. The Xbox got an eighty, but the yeah. PS2 got sixty six. Of course, I think maybe that's why I remember it so well because it was a kind of a GameCube exclusive initially, and people were like, "Oh, Sega's releasing stuff exclusively on the Nintendo console." So maybe it did have a good port. Maybe they have that. Like, uh, I mean, it was like jagged edges. And I mean, let's just admit it, Donald. The PS2. PlayStation sucked. No, whatever, man. The <laughs> PS2 didn't that suck. The graphics were a little iffy, and they had the anti-analyzing, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Definitely a little sharp. Um, oh, yeah. Bloody War 3 came on a GameCube. Yeah. It already came out on a PS2, I think. I want to say. Yeah. yeah. It came out, yeah, June a year 20, before. 21. Um, but yeah, cause I played it for the play PS2. I remember, uh, a dude at the school, uh, let me borrow it. And it was, I mean, it was okay. And this is it, it, Dominic. This is the one they need to stop worrying about killer instinct. Once they get Activision and get that squared that's away. That's right, it's Activision. I need them to make a bloody roar game. And it can make a good one, man. It can it be done. happen for me, Microsoft. And don't do what you did with Killer Instinct, whatever the hell that was when it started. <laughs> like you buying per like half characters per to play half, yeah. Where are we at here? Monsters Inc. came out on the PlayStation 2. Damn. It's been 20 years of Monsters Inc., Daniel? Jesus. I don't like that. I don't like that at all, don't I? Hold up, why? Oh, the PlayStation 2 version came out later, because the other versions came out in 2001. Mm. All right, so what we have here, we got Baseball Advance came out, and nobody's on the front, it's just a baseball field, THQ made it. <laughs> but who's baseball field? I feel like I might have played this that one. Is, like oh, that's um, San Francisco's. Is it? Yeah. Okay, nice. Good call, Dominic. The, yeah, I got the mitt. Yeah, there's the Coca-Cola bottle. Yeah, the San Francisco field. All right. Oh yeah, I see it there. It said Japanese differences. They got oh, they have a different game of Japanese. They must have different teams. The teams in Jap uh, Japanese version are the Swallows. Oh, uh, you can't say that already. Uh, the Giants, Bay Stars, Carp, Dragons, Tigers, Buffaloes, Hawks, Lions, Blue Wave, Marines, and Fighters. I'm a Carp man, Dominic. I'm a Carp man. 
They have Marines. Yep. All right. Well, uh, yeah, so they cannot get like real baseball teams. Those are their real baseball teams. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just, but they, they didn't want to play with the American baseball teams. Nope. Baseball's big over there, Don. They got their own thing going on. You want to play with Japanese baseball teams? Well, we got there. We got the Otani guy. We took it from him. Took yeah, we the- take their <laughs> players. We don't want their teams. <laughs> All right, so where are we at here? We're at Smash Court Tennis Pro Tournament. And it got a 73. <laughs> There's not really much there to say. World Rally Championship for the PlayStation 2. WRC. It's still going, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, Blood Omen 2 came out 20 Ooh. years ago. This is where you play at the Vampire Man. Yep. What was his name? Kane. Uh, yeah. Yep. Now, was this the one that was still... Because, like, Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen, the first one, was like a top-down... Yeah. Almost Diablo-style one. Was this one still that? I don't know. I don't think it was, because this came after the other one. Soul Weaver? Yeah, it came after that, right? So yeah. I think this is... Yeah, this is third person. Yeah, Soul Weaver's the one, like, like I kind of wanted to really get into it. Yeah. Or actually, probably Soul Weaver 2, but then I just want to go back to Soul Weaver. Um, Where are we here? We got 007, Age of Under Fire. That's the horrible um, 007 game I mentioned before, (laughs) doing the covers. Um, Britney's Dance Beat came out for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears. Resolution meets Free Britney, Britney, baby. baby. Free Britney. She's free now. It's fine. Deus X, The Conspiracy came out. Darn! Oh, for the PS2, it came out. I don't think this version probably got as good a review as the PC version. Eh, probably not. Uh, it, uh, well, it got 81. Ain't bad. The PC know, got like yeah, a 90. That's, that's surprising. Well, I mean, not surprising, but that yeah, that's good that a decent version of that came out on the consoles. Uh, we got Hooters Road Trip, baby. Oh, my God. The PS1. Oh, they can get a PS2 version of that. <laughs> oh, shit. They got like a 22 out of 100 on Metacritic <laughs> for PC and 30 out of 100 on PlayStation. Very nice. Uh, I, remember, oh, I, I think I remember reading a review on this because Game Informer reviewed it. They gave it a 2 out of 10. Dominic Ubisoft made this game. Yeah, I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should have known Marcel, back then. Marcel made it. Uh. Man, who this road trip? What the hell? All right. What well, we have here? Kingsfield, the ancient city came out for the PS2. I don't remember this game. I don't know this cover. It's no. a From Software game. Oh. Oh, maybe I have heard of that in, in relatively recently because of its association with from software. 60 out of 100. It's a first-person role-playing game. Huh. Probably still just as hard and had no story. So. Alright, what we have here, we got Freedom Force oh, came yeah. out for the Windows. And look at them. It's based on a comic book? 
That was the massively multiplayer online game, right? Oh no, this is a real time tactical strategy game based on. It got a great scores. It got ninety out of one hundred on Metacritic. Yeah, I mean, I I remember Freedom Force. I don't and, remember this. It's a PC the, game. That's why. Stuff. Oh, Irrational Games made it. Oh, I, I didn't. And it was published that. by Electronic Arts. I don't remember this. Is this on like Steam or something? I'm sure it's got to be on Steam, right? Yeah, I got... Does this mean... What would be this high score? I never heard of strategy game. Alright. What we have here, we got Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. Ooh. Oh, 2. This is part 2. Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. This is the game that my friend have gotten, because he got a nice nice PC, and so he was playing it, Uh but then we smelled smoke. And oh, we had no. to stop playing it. <laughs> I don't know if he ever got it. Did he ever go back to it? Like, did he ever get see what was going on? Yeah. He was playing. So, oh, yeah, I heard this game was good. And so he was like waiting to play it. And Dan's like, hey, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was yeah, too powerful. I, I love those games because that, that that's when you could go into the console and turn on like dismemberment. And then you could just use the lightsaber like a lightsaber is intended. Oh, yeah. And you could also change the color of your lightsaber and do all that stuff that you really couldn't do in a lot of those like console games at the time. All right. Oh, look, Army Men, baby. They didn't bring it back, Daniel. This is Army Men <laughs> RTS, though. Is that an Activision property, too? Nah, well, 3DO. It was 3DO. Oh, yeah. It was Who 3DO, 3DO stuff now. Pandemic Studios had developed this game. Man. And this is that. This is like a real time um, strategy game. And what's the? It got a sixty-eight out of a hundred on PS2, sixty-seven out of PC, and GameCube sixty-five. Um, so pretty average, mediocre, which is basically those army games. The army games like from bad to mediocre, (laughs) basically. I think it's probably probably a few good ones, maybe like the first one, maybe. (laughs) And then, then it's like, yeah, we're just going to shit this shit out of here, man. Um. God, like Army Games was like, you just saw them all the time. All the time. ESPN, MLS Extra Time, 2002. That's that is soccer, a weird right? title. Extra Time. Uh, Major League Soccer. Actually, the, see, this sucks, actually, because this is American soccer. I was going to say, that's American footy right there. Yeah. Nobody bought this game. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> like, uh, how, like, who would bought this game? It got a 68 out of 100 on GameCube, 77 PS2, 68 Xbox. Oh, but it's got Clint Mathis on the cover. Konami was making this game. They, no yeah, they wonder got Konami 11, doesn't right? want to make games the anymore. They, they tried selling people on this shit. <laughs> Say hey, the Americans. Say hey, the Americans. Might maybe they like the American soccer. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just give them American football. And we got. I got one game for thirty years ago. Fire Emblem Gaten came off a Nintendo. This was the sequel to the original Fire Emblem. Um, it got decent reviews, but some people didn't like it as much as the first one. I think one critic did though, like it actually better than it. Mm. But this is big. I mean, this is Fire. I mean, it's Fire Emblem. Yeah. So this is huge. It's kind of crazy how one... big Fire Emblem was over there, and it wasn't until like very recently in the grand scheme of things that it became a franchise over here. Exactly, right? yeah, because this never released 
officially over here. Mm. All right. I mean, I don't know if they ever let us like in a virtual console. Yeah. But... All right. So that is it for the flashback segment. So when we come back, oh, we will, I'm sorry. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, get to the gaming news. All right. to the gaming news so what we got there all right dominic so uh we're gonna start this news section off with our negative news as we've started this entire podcast uh the founders we love breaking down new- people daniel we love breaking them down <laughs> uh i wish we didn't have to i, I think it's more of an a, a informative piece about why maybe a certain studio is not where you want to necessarily work um, the unfortunate thing is this time it is Moon Studios, the developers of Ori in the Blind Forest and yeah. Ori in the Will of the Wisp. Um, both fantastic games from all, you know, understanding. I haven't played the second one. I enjoyed the first one. Um, but apparently the, the two co-founders of that, uh, Thomas Mailer and Gennady Coral, uh, uh, they've been accused of basically extremely childish and toxic behavior basically the studio is designed around a remote uh, work from home atmosphere with most of the communication being done through text chats and things of that nature not really videos or anything like that no zoom well limited zoom calls um but apparently it it's very much a place where They'll just be like in the group chat, hey, your art looks like shit or make an offhand joke. Uh, One of the co-founders is Austrian and the other is actually of uh, Jewish descent. So they find themselves making uh, like Nazi and Holocaust jokes that would not be appropriate at work or mostly at any other venue. Um, it just sounds like a really uh, not professional place to be working. And as a result, uh, apparently they have reached a lot of turnover. And because of the quality of the games that they are producing, they're they're getting people to come in to fill in those spots. Um, but based on interviews from several former and current developers there, uh, this is from Games Beat. They have an extensive article about this. Uh, basically, it's just a, a really shitty place to work. Um, it doesn't seem like there's there's things raised to the level of some of these other game studios. You know, your Activision Blizzards, where there's maybe physical assault involved. Um, but it definitely sounds like this place oh. can take an emotional toll on you in a way that you should just not have to deal with at your workplace. So that is unfortunate. Hopefully with this, uh, you know, they'll, they'll take some of what they learned from this article and improve things, but it doesn't necessarily sound like that's going to be the case. Maybe they just do not have the emotional maturity to uh, take criticism as they don't seemingly do a very good job of giving constructive criticism. 
um, because their statement is basically like, ah, oh, this article is not reflective of our corporate culture. And ironically, we're run by an Austrian and a Jewish person. So, uh, you know, we, you get the jokes. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, almost like, a, hey, we're making the jokes about ourselves. It's okay. So, nah, let's just not do that at work. Ah, uh, so that's kind of shitty. But with that out of the way, Dominic, uh, we have much more positive news stories coming out here, like this stupid Sonic and Knuckles uh, sweepstakes console that's coming out of Xbox. There's a lot of talk going around about it right now, um, because the controllers are fuzzy. Oh, they really are fuzzy. They are really fuzzy. They just hair, <laughs> just hair coming off of them. I don't even know how you would play a game with these things. I feel like the hair would get in the way of the the sticks moving properly. I mean, obviously this is a sweepstakes thing. We've seen some of those Xbox sweepstakes consoles in the past. Some of them look incredible. Some of them just look like they're trying to promote something. Um, This one, obviously they're trying to promote the new Sonic movie that comes out very soon. Um, and as a collector's piece, it looks pretty hilarious, in my opinion. I wouldn't hate to have it as something to put on a shelf somewhere. Um, but as a, a functioning thing, which I don't think anybody's expecting it to be, it definitely looks like a nightmare and would be gross extremely quick, I feel like. Because what am I going to shampoo my controller, Dominic? I'm, I'm not here for that. <laughs> All right. In the next story here, Dominic, I was actually extremely excited about this because like during the days that I didn't have internet service, I didn't have Wi-Fi, couldn't connect my switch to do the update. I was reading about how it was getting an update. It was finally adding folder support. People were excited about this. And then when I got my internet reestablished and I downloaded it, I was like, okay, how do I do this? I don't, it's not doesn't seem to be doing what I want. And then I was like, okay, so I have to go into the all game section and then like group together my games. Okay. How do I add this to my home screen? Cause that's where I would find groups and folders helpful. You can't do that. It doesn't make any sense. It Let me customize yeah. my home screen. Dom. That's the screen you usually get. You put most <laughs> exactly. people just pick the games from the home screen. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, let me choose. Like, let me even go that far as like, let me choose how many games on my home screen or items on my home screen before I see that like all software button. So let's, for me, I would say maybe like four and then let me choose like, oh, put the most recent two games and then folder folder or something like that. But I, I didn't get it. Like if I'm already in the all games thing, why not just, click on the search thing and look for what I'm looking for. I guess if you're like, okay, I'm going to put all my Metroidvania games into this folder and all my racing games in this folder, then I can go, ah, I want to play a racing game today, but I don't know what racing games I have. Let me look at my racing game folder. I, without it being on the home screen, I just don't understand what the point of this functionality is. And once again, I feel like one it's Nintendo very much missing the mark and two people fawning over stupid decisions that Nintendo has made 
that still don't actually do the function that they want it to do. <laughs> like, I, I just don't get why anyone's praising this. I really don't. Oh, people are praising this? Yeah, like, people are excited. Like, oh my goodness, they added folders, and maybe they just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I guess a lot of people do go to the, when you go to all games, I guess some people just have so many games that... I guess. It, it, I mean, um, I got a shit ton of games, to be honest with you, but... Most of them are just there because I haven't deleted them off my console or don't want to delete them off my console. But realistically, yeah, that's right. Most, they're, they're only going to be the games that you have. Yeah, like installed and stuff. Yeah, right? the ones you probably you have already up there, like to yeah. be able to play. So <laughs> you're only going to have a certain amount of games. I mean, SD cards only get so big. It's just like I don't know. It put it on the home screen, Nintendo. That's that's. That's all it is for me is like, let me customize that home screen more because it feels very like, yes, it's, it's straightforward, but also it feels like it could be extremely better if they even went as far as just adding like a second row of icons and letting me choose like these are first row of icons is all the recent stuff. Second row icons are like pins. Like, that was great about the Xbox, right? Is when they started adding things like, here, you can pin your favorite games into this little menu. I, I like that. Why why has Xbox been able to do that for, like, 10 years now at this point? <laughs> and and uh, why am I even asking that question? We all know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's Nintendo. Goddamn Nintendo. All right. In some other news, we got Sony. They have acquired another studio, in this case, Haven, which is the relatively new studio from Jade Raymond. Uh, she is the former Assassin's Creed developer. She, she created Assassin's Creed. It happened me, basically. <laughs> she single-handedly created Assassin's Creed. Um, the one-woman studio. Uh, no, she was like, what, a producer on that game or something like that? Yeah, so something. She was the face I saw. I'll put it like that. Yes, she was definitely the face of Assassin's Creed. And then they she moved on to working for Motive for EA, doing a Star Wars thing. And then she ended up leaving that. And then she started Haven. Apparently, they're doing a live service thing. So this, it seems in line with what Sony's been doing. I mean, with the Bungie acquisition and now this, it seems like Sony is like, hey, how do we get in on this live service thing without someone else taking a cut of that money from this live service thing? Right? Yeah, because they don't have they don't their first party lineup is not really multiplayer. No, thing, essentially, I mean you got some multiplayer stuff, but not nothing like you like say live service really. Yeah, and with a game like Uncharted, as great as it is, I mean they tried you know multiplayer with that too. They even tried multiplayer yeah. with God of War, but it it's a one and done, right? Like you play that game. You're like, the story was awesome. And now I'm done with it. You're not going back. You're not getting microtransactions out of them. This is not Fortnite. Whereas, you know, this live service thing, they could potentially, you know, if they, if they strike gold, they could, they could definitely make quite a bit of money off of it. You know, they tried, they got burned last time though, Dominic, they tried pumping a little extra money into Avengers, to get that Spider-Man stuff and get people buying it on their console. And then Square Enix absolutely fucking burned up on that one, it seemed like. So we'll see. Uh, good for Jay Raymond continuing to get, you know, get somebody else's money. So good job on her. Um, 
In some EA news, Dominic, we got EA Sports PGA Tour that has now been delayed until spring of 2023. So it's going to be a while before we get our golf game on. Well, so wait a minute. So what EA. about the other um, golf game? The the golf club? Yeah, 2K. The 2K one? Uh, when was the last time that one came out? Golf club 2K... Let's see, we got the 2K21 review, that was August of last year, so I'm guessing if we see another one this year, it won't be until later in the year. They didn't have the Masters in that one, right? I don't think so. Um, Who was it that was, wasn't someone partnering with Tiger Woods though? Was that 2K? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know someone was partnering with Tiger Woods. I thought somebody was going to be bringing him back. Uh, let's see. Yes, Tiger Woods Inc.'s long-term exclusive deal with 2K. Oh, okay. That was... When did we talk about that? Why is there no date on this article? Uh, da, 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 March 16th. March 16th? Oh, 2021. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we didn't, we didn't just talk about that last week. Yeah. God, that was a year ago. All right. So yeah, we might see Tiger Woods in one of these games soon from 2K. Uh, and some other EA news, Dominic, they will not be holding an EA Play Live event this year, which makes sense. Those usually correspond with E3, and E3 is not having a live thing, so you're not getting everybody coming together for that, as far as like games, journalism, news, media, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that makes sense, just not doing that. Plus, you just delayed your you know, your PGA tour. So you don't have that to show off. Wait a minute. Did they do a EA play live last year? Uh, I think they showed off some stuff, right? But it was never like, might not have even been branded. They didn't do a live event though. No, I know it wasn't a live event, but, but they, did they have a show? I mean, like something that yeah. shows off games. I'm trying to think. Cause they showed all battlefield at some point last year, but I can't remember when they started showing that off. Yeah. 2042 reveal maybe yeah that was around june of last year when the first one came out but i don't think yeah i don't think it was officially branded as a ea live you know a ea play event i think they just ended up dropping that trailer as part of like a jeff Keeley summer summer action or whatever all right, Dominic, next up, we've got Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, while we were away, Sony did a state of play for that game. That is the one set in the Harry Potter universe. Set Hogwarts School. They, it was like, uh, I think, like 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, it looks good. Um, there was a There was one for the Xbox 360 that came out tied to one of the movies i want to say maybe like order of the phoenix or something oh does she let that girl get oh oh my god uh -oh. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry watch a basketball game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that that one i actually enjoyed at the time and this looks like an evolution of that i mean basically the the open world scheme that everyone's kind of uh, taking in now but for someone who is a fan of the the Harry Potter universe, I think this this seems like a very you know potentially big thing for that because it it seems like they've put in the work 
to to make it a cool thing. And it's made by Avalanche, which is the one the the team that made Mad Max, which was supposed to be pretty good. I never got around to playing it, but I heard really positive things about that at the time. So yeah, that's coming out this year, surprisingly, or as a surprise to me at least. If it feels like that could have been something that was gonna slip, right? Um so yeah. I mean it still could potentially because they're just saying holiday. There's no firm date yet, but yeah, holiday twenty twenty two. So right in time with the uh Blu-ray release of that next Fantastic Beast or something, maybe. Uh we got the announcement. Oh, yeah, so how'd, how'd you like how it looks? I I didn't look at it. I think it looks good. I mean, graphics wise, it looks like a modern game. It looks like they put a lot of work into how it looks. And from a gameplay standpoint, I think it it looks like they've adapted the open world kind of gameplay to Harry Potter in a way that that is fitting and, and seems like it'll work well. You know, they've got light RPG elements and stuff like that, as you would expect from one of those games nowadays. And it it looks like it would be a proper, you know, triple A yeah. style title. Okay, that's cool. So, yeah. All right, Dominic. Next up, a new game announcement. Ghostbusters. They're getting a new game. Unfortunately, I think for at least you and I, it's not like a sequel to that that last single player game. It is going to be called Spirits Unleashed, and it's coming from Ilphonic, the team behind Friday the Thirteenth and Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, so it's going to be one of those style asymmetrical multiplayer. I guess those games, games must be really popular because they, but they just seem so dead after they come out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's weird because like Dead by Daylight, I feel like still it's still going still gets content at least so i mean i, I see it on twitch i still see it on it. twitch yeah um yeah i mean i guess there there's definitely a market for it and, and i guess Elphonic's just like yo we we're we're doing what we know right so i mean my friend he liked the friday 13th man i mean yeah. i just like playing with yeah, him but other than that it was horrible <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Is like, it's all about getting your group together. And, uh, but I guess it's weird. Like, do you then have a group of five and you're like, all right, we're going to take turns being the ghost or whatever? Or is it just like, okay, it's us four versus a rando all the time? It's like you got to get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be, you know, four Ghostbusters versus one ghost. Uh, they're going to have Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson in there doing voices um yeah it looks fine but it, it looks like one of those you know it's almost like you could have just added this as a mode for for dead by daylight or one of these other games so that they're not gonna have the the woman the woman from the woman ghostbusters they do uh they have customizable characters but i don't i don't think they have any of the the voices. voice actors oh, okay yeah Although the one character model did kind of look like what's her name from SNL, Leslie Jones. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so I, 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 I was did a tell you she was in the did. flags. Uh, our flags means death, right? No, that's it. Maybe you did, and oh. I just don't remember. Quite a few but. people. I mean, it's quite a few people. Like um, even um, Nick Kroll uh, was oh, okay. in the like episode I seen, and the girl who talks for um the daughter and Boss Burgers, the youngest one. Uh-huh. Uh, she's I saw her in there. She played like his wife or something. Like they supposed to be some okay. fancy people or something. Gotcha. It was funny. <laughs> nice. 
Um, that's HBO, right? Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. I need to check that out. Um, all right. Speaking of new release, uh, well, newly announced titles, Dominic CD project red came out with a nice little teaser for a new Witcher game, a new Witcher series, even, um, and they announced a strategic partnership with Epic. They're going to be developing this new Witcher game on Unreal Engine 5, moving away from their previous Red Engine. And uh, based on the teaser uh, picture that they have, instead of a wolf, it has like a lynx medallion. So yeah. it sounds like maybe you're going to be playing as someone other than Geralt. Yeah, something new. That, that's cool. Yeah. Is there anything you want out of a Witcher game that you didn't get out of three? I don't know. More sex scenes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> more nudity on top of unicorns. They just got to show me something different. I mean, they don't yeah. have to, but I mean, if this is the same type of game, that's fine, but I'm sure they're going to do something different. Hopefully mm-hmm. something good. Yeah. Absolutely. Just don't make it like Dark Souls. That, that's, that's what I'm going to Yeah. <laughs> you ready to play another Witcher game? Yeah, I, mean, uh, yeah, I definitely get into another Witcher game. Yeah. Definitely. Get that cyberpunk uh, disgusting taste out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, that's not disgusting. It's just <laughs> nothing yeah. great. This yeah. is all right. Yeah. So that that's interesting. I know a lot of people flipped out about the potential that a partnership with Epic might mean that this game gets released exclusively on the Epic Store. Oh, my God. I don't know that they've they've said one way or the other. I mean, they do have Gog themselves. They have Gog. So, I don't, so just get yeah. the fucking Gog. And no, if that's too much for you too, I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, people. It might be. I mean, the, yeah. the things it's, I get upset about, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, uh, following up on a rumor that we talked about, a, what feels like a couple of months ago now when Bloomberg reported, I believe might've been Jason Schreier specifically. <laughs> Oh, oh don't be up. that excited about this, Dominic. <laughs> I'm watching this best. They came back. Oh my God, Notre Dame. If y'all lose this, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, go ahead. So we were All talking right. about Suicide so, Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad is officially delayed. I know, now. man. That's this is ugh, God damn it. Hopefully that other game comes out this year, though. The, the Gotham Batman. Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and that makes sense as to why this would get pushed out, because I think Gotham Knights is is closer to the I'm end of the say, year. I about to say, I think it's going to be, yeah, at some point, if they even can get it out this year, it's going to be going against that. Yeah. Yeah, so, y- yeah, you don't want to cannibalize that audience. So, yeah, it makes made sense for this to be pushed. It's just kind of crazy that we knew about it, like, two months ago, or at least what feels like two months ago. Maybe it was just, like, a month ago or a couple of weeks ago. Jason Schreier uh, spoiling these poor companies' game announcements, Dominic. All right. And then oh, that's the what Jason Schreier I, got this? What's that? Jason Schreier. Um, yeah, I think it. he's the one that originally reported it a while ago that they were, it was going to see a delay, and then oh, now okay. it's official. It's official. Uh, this last news article I got here, Dominic, another one from Bloomberg. Basically saying that uh, all signs point to PlayStation's Project Spartacus, their kind of alleged Game Pass competitor, uh, being announced as soon as this coming week. Um, And along with that, more details about what you'll get is kind of 
part of each package because we've talked about it in the past, but it's going to be kind of a tiered thing. So we're going to be talking like $10 for what they would call like an essential, which is the PlayStation plus stuff. You're already getting your free monthly games, the online multiplayer stuff, discounts, stuff like that. Um, and then a, a step up from that, you would pay like $13. You get all that stuff. Plus you'd be able to download PlayStation now games. Cause the idea basically is that, you know, this is the combining of PlayStation now and PlayStation yeah. plus. And then as at, basically is a direct competitor to uh, the ultimate version of Game Pass. You would get everything from those past two tiers plus extended demos. Oh, you can't stream PlayStation Now games on Extra? Damn. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So you would get game streaming stuff as part of the premium. You would get classic games. Um, and then like trials, uh, almost like the uh, EA handling. Yeah. So it sounds like as part of this, they're not higher. committing that to first more. party games being day one on their service. Say that again. I was saying that they're not committing. It sounds yeah. like based on this information to first party games being on their day one full out the way game pass has. And I've said it in the past, but without that, they aren't competing with game pass. You know, we, we saw shadow warrior three come on. So maybe they, maybe we'll see third party games at least. And they're trying to reserve their first parties because they are so prestigious. I will admit that. Um, but if you're trying to, upsell me on classic ps2 ps3 ps4 games i'm sorry like those libraries aren't selling me on backwards compatibility the same way that a nintendo console is yeah game games from the super nintendo era hold up better than games from the ps2 era and obviously you can you can there are good games on the ps2 that i wouldn't be against playing but those pixel graphics hold up a lot better than, you know, very rudimentary designed models from the PS1 and PS2 eras. It's just, it's a matter of fact. Um, and the, the thing that's frustrating about that at, with them trying to sell this as part of their like premium package is like, this is just what we're getting for free out of Microsoft. Like Microsoft has prioritized their backwards compatibility. Like I can play for free any old Xbox game. Well, not any, but a large selection of Xbox games that I may have purchased Xbox 360 games that I may have purchased Xbox one games that I may have purchased. And now you're trying to, Seemingly, again, none of this is official yet, but we shall see, possibly by next podcast, um, trying to sell us on this as a premium feature. It just seems disingenuous. Premium. That should be an extra. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, the extra. What's what's an extra? The only thing is, is that... Basically, like, access to PS Now stuff. Yeah. Hmm. But not full on, you know, streaming and everything like that. I don't see why you go to extra. Then it's like, darn, it's like either you be essential or you're premium. Yeah. 
I mean, and that could be, you know, it's just them overcomplicating things, you know, because they aren't quite sure how to compete with game pass. They're, they're kind of throwing stuff at the wall. It's like, well, what if we give them three different tiers and, you know, we can on the top end, we can charge the same as game pass. And on the bottom end, we can just give, we can still charge for online multiplayer, but you know, let's maybe give them something in the middle in case they're slightly cheaper than that. Or I guess, I mean, in a lot of ways, this does kind of compete directly with game pass because you do have Xbox live gold, right? Like that still exists in some capacity and is about $10 a month. Then you have game pass for the Xbox, which is about $13 a month. And then you have game pass ultimate where you can stream to the PC and, and play on the Xbox and do all of that stuff for, for, you know, 15, 15 $16, 15. I mean, last, last yeah. it went up a dollar. That's yeah. I saw it was 15. Um, so maybe that's what they're going for with this, you know, three tier system is they look at it as, Oh and yeah, they, Microsoft is man, actually do for, doing just that. Just do a 15. I know it's just a dollar more, but still just, just do it the same <laughs> price. Motherfuckers, man. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Also 15 is uh, just a cleaner looking number. Yeah. It's a 15 99. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, uh, what do you, what are you thinking here, Dominic? Is this, are they selling you at all? Well, see, this? here's the thing. It's, this is actually, if I think about it, I think it's actually all right. Because, I mean, don't, the only the problem I have is that I, it's only that it's a dollar more and that's essentially, oh, and it, it's not the first party games are not just yeah, I mean, that, going to be the there. Thing for me. The first party games are not just going to be there. I mean, unless they come late, they'll come later. Yeah. And thing is, I want to know, are they going to stay? Because I remember they, they took it away before. I mm-hmm. took, I had it up there for like a month or so, or two months or something. They take it away, but then you, you bought them back. Then I see that I guess they're staying, but I don't know because you never gave a. I never heard an announcement from Sony saying that this is permanent, like this is going to stay on the service. Uh, I like I understand the third parties switching out because that's what Xbox does. The third parties usually switch out. I mean, some third parties just stay there for a long time, so I don't know when they switch out. But I'm not going to hold it against them if they go. Um, yeah. but you with your fir- with your first party stuff, I'm I just want to know, like, can you just tell me this is gonna stay here? Like this will always be here because this is yours. That's all I want. But other than that, it's all right. It's actually it's okay. Thing is, I mean, since I'm already with Xbox, I don't know if I want to go with this too, because I don't have much time to play games. Yeah. So it's like me getting the service, it's like uh but I got to really manage my time. Uh, mm-hmm. And is it worth it? Now, if you don't have neither service, just pick one that seems good for you, really. I, I don't see it just being bad. Unless you're a person who likes playing on your phone. See, I'm okay with not playing <laughs> my phone. But if you're a person who likes playing on your phone, these games, yeah. then Xbox is the only one that does that because I don't think PlayStation has something like that. That's yeah. that's the only thing that's missing. And they did because they do have it on a PC. The PS now. I, I just try- I want them to talk about that though, and and you know reaffirm that I would be able to play basically any of these games on the PC. Oh yeah, yeah. What games? Are all all the games can be streamed, right? That that's going to be the question. Oh, that they're going to have to ask. Yeah, yeah do you have to download? Answer. Because yeah, because 
there was something that either couldn't be downloaded or they had, like I think it was downloaded though, right? Wasn't it that you you have to stream it, but you couldn't download them? That's the way it used to be, but I think like I think when Last of Us ended up on there, it was like you had to download it. You had to download it. You couldn't I think stream like it. the like the PS4 games and the PS5 games. Uh, so yeah, you know what? Now see now you gotta be doing because I'm thinking that at least everything can stream, it's just that you can download everything. Yeah. Um so yeah. I don't I don't know then. Then I don't know. Then that, that kind of changes everything for me. Mm-hmm. If everything can be streamed, that's pretty good because not everything can be streamed on Xbox, like third party. Right. Um, they have to say like, "Hey, it's on streaming too. It's on the cloud." Which, I mean, I get it if they can't do it either. Um, just this, like, like you said, let you know, do what the, X- the Xbox advertises. There's a whole lot better than what you advertise with yours. Like they're out mm-hmm. there showing it, and they tell you like, "Hey, these games are here," and they do it like. These games are coming out this week. These games are coming out in the months ahead. So I'm seeing it. I'm not seeing PS Now like that, doing that. I only see it every now and then when something big comes out, like you said with Shadow War. But Xbox, they're not just waiting to show big games. They tell you all the games that they're going to have come out this week. And then they show you what's leaving soon when you're on the site or something. And it has it on the bottom. Which is nice. Which I I just want to try to hurry up and beat Shadow Warrior 2 because that's leaving soon. Because that sucks, because I thought it could transfer your save from the PC version to the um, Xbox version, because I was going to play on the cloud. That's a separate game. And I was like, oh, shit. I said, I got to play on the PC. <laughs> I said, yeah. So I can't. So I'm fucked if, the, if they stop, because I got to start from the beginning if I want to play it. Yep. So, yeah, we will see how that goes. Hopefully it is this week, and next week we'll talk about this and uh, have some more Definitive details, some some firm details there. Yeah, I hope they give me a free month. <laughs> I already used the free month when they had this regular PS Now, but a free month of Spartacus. Yeah. So I can try that out. Yeah. So we shall So they really just keep it Spartacus. Why why are they call it that? Oh, I think that's the project name. I don't I don't think that's the official. That's gonna be the official yet. name, Daniel. I, I think it would be odd, to be honest with you, if they actually do yeah, end up yeah, it. Yeah, it would be. Spartacus. It really would be. I'm sure it'll be some corporate speak about, you know, colors or something like platinum, something like that, but we shall see. All right. That is the news I saw this week. Dominic was there. Well, these past two weeks, was there anything that you saw that you would like to talk about that I maybe missed? Um, hmm. let's see here. Oh yeah. I did watch half of the Halo TV show. Oh yeah. I meant to ask you about that. I watched How half of it? it. It's, I mean, I don't find it horrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I mean, it's nothing special. I mean, I st- I'm still going to watch it. Like, like I'm yeah. still going. I feel like I'm. I'm still going to watch all these episodes. They show. Mm. But um, it's not something that's grabbing me. It's not like the Expanse or anything. Gotcha. Um, so far, but it's not that I hate. Like I, I don't even like. I don't even care if they go away from the Lord because it's not the Lord's not that important to me. Really, right? Um, but I mean, so far, I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's nothing. Like I said, it's nothing special. It's all right. Um, I did. I think I saw what like one review talking about how. Um, I mean, I didn't really read it. I think it was on Game Informer. I said, "Oh, it's still not that great." Like another game adaptations that's not that great. So far, what I'm watching, 
it's I mean, I saw the covenant and them fighting. I mean, I didn't hate that what it looks like. I didn't like mm-hmm. I saw them fighting each other. Like it didn't look bad them fighting. So I, I that was okay. I mean, not much is happening right now. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Like, I mean, there's stuff happening, but nothing is like blowing like my mind, like, oh maybe make me like, man, I gotta keep I gotta watch this. Like this this ain't like none of the um like the Mandalorian or things like that. That's really mm. keeping me going. Maybe something will come that'll be like, oh yeah, I want to really stick around. But right now, I'm just watching it because it's Halo. Right. Like yeah, like this was anything else. Like this is something I didn't know. Like it wasn't Halo. I'm I might wouldn't keep watching. I might wouldn't keep watching. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I I've been thinking about checking that out, but I I. I know there's a free trial for uh, Paramount Plus, if especially if you have Game Pass right now. Yeah. I think it's like a month trial or something like that. So I might do that or I might hold off until like all the episodes have come out or something. And yeah, then yeah, maybe do that. Binge that. So depending on what your thoughts end up being on it. But you know what? Uh, it's the free one, the one without commercials. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Probably not but since it's like a game pass thing maybe it would be since you are paying something i think i did i think i want to say when i did for plus the first time uh-huh. i want to say there was a free week it wasn't a month yeah. um like i could look at it without commercials gotcha yeah i mean obviously that's the preferable way but yeah, I'll deal if I have to. I'll find a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Yeah, I got it to notes. All right. We got new releases, Dominic. His past two weeks have got some. We got uh, Siberia, The World Before. That is now out on the PC. That is one of those Siberia games, you know, kind of a point-and-click adventure. Yeah style thing uh we also have grand theft auto 5 but they can still come out with that game (laughs) uh yes very timely release dominic Mm. i didn't think about that apparently they can i mean it's on pc so (laughs) and it's siberia so i don't know how many people actually care that much (laughs) so yeah i didn't even think about that that's funny uh yeah uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online are now on the new-gen consoles, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Mentioned it earlier, Tunic is now out on PC, Xbox One, and Series X, well, Series consoles, and that is on Game Pass, of course, as mentioned before. Persona 4 Arena Ultimix, that's now out on, or Ultimax is now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. Yeah, that's the Persona 4 fight game. Yeah. Uh, we also have Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin now out on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and series consoles. Dominic, do you have any interest in this game? It is a new Final Fantasy game, after all. But uh, the reviews weren't that great for it. They are not, no. <laughs> it, it seems I kind of so want to just play it just to see how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 after, seems. It had to be after Ghostwire Tokyo because I do have that game, and I mm. just haven't. I only played very little That's of it. So. Gotcha, 
Yeah. And speaking of, that is out now as well on the PC PS5. As you and I were saying earlier, probably will be out on Game Pass in about a year. So might be worth it to wait till then. South Dakota. We're, who goes to South Dakota? Like, who goes? Who chose to go to this college? Like, it's got to be like a middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's it's if you you know if they they scout you and you're like oh I got no other options yeah I'll go to South Dakota. I was the number four guy off the bench in high school. Well, this is the I girls' team, but still, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's how I be it. It's like, hey. It's a scholarship. Yep. Hey, scholarship's a scholarship. I'll take my college. Yeah. And I can if it's get a scholarship, it. I understand. But if you're paying, I'm like, yo, come on, man. You get, it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to pay with something that's little, at least with, with some civilization around me. Oh, man, damn. <laughs> so, like, North Dakota. Yeah, I think, I, think <laughs> I could take a chance on the Dakotas as a black person. <laughs> yeah. I like, don't. that, Montana and them, Idaho. Mm. Which, you know, what the guy who came from Idaho? Oh, it's a radio station. Got a, a guy on a local radio station. Uh-huh. A black man, too. Okay. Uh, but he's not, I don't think he's like, I think his, he just, his parents are from overseas. But, like, they came to, they moved to, they came to Idaho. And that's where he grew up as. And he's kind of speaking for the, he's like the black voice for the, I think, WBL, I think it is. Something like that. And I'm like, you can't be the black boy. You you was living growing up in Idaho. Like that <laughs> this you are probably the only black person there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any of the uh flyover states. Like Wyoming? Like like yeah, when I see Wyoming and I see so happy, but I was like, yo, yo, y'all y'all gotta be the only ones there. Like are there any people <laughs> who actually just live there that are black? Like, where do you go get your hair cut at? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the That's what I, I saw on like, TikTok earlier. The kid's getting his hair cut in the bathroom in school <laughs> by his friend. Or like when you get your hair done, like if you're, you're a woman, like who you, who's doing your hair? I mean, are you probably just doing your own? But if you yeah. try to get like something real nice, you know, it's kind of hard to do. I mean, unless you know how to do hair. You gotta go out of state. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Next up, we got Kirby in the Forgotten Land that is now out. Reviews have seemed relatively mixed on it, uh, basically saying like it's a good game, but it's still a Kirby game, which means it's not going to be super difficult. Yeah, and... people for people like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like even Kirby games maybe uh, for you on a level that it's like ah, uh, this is. Too easy to a point where it's oh, yeah. not entertaining. They are very because yeah. what was that? The um yarn? One? Yeah, the Yoshi one. Yeah. Or the No, not the Yoshi yarn. one, but the Kirby one. Okay. Yeah. That, was, that was the first epic yarn. Mm-hmm. That was the first yarn game. Then Yoshi um he copied. But yeah. anyway, they that was um like super easy. And I went through that game like nothing. Yeah. I don't know if I could die. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a little less hot on this game after having played that demo and realizing it's not. I still haven't played uh, the demo. I haven't touched my Switch, which now I think I am because I got to exercise and my sister took the damn Oculus. And I was doing good. Yeah. Man. I was losing some pounds, man. Time to go back to the the Wii Fit or the Ring yeah, Fit. The, yeah, the Switch Fit. But what's it what's yeah. it called? <laughs> the Ring Fit. <laughs> the Ring Fit. Yeah. 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 All right, and then 
last one we got here, Dominic, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. That's now out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and I've been hearing some good things about this one. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, um, but I'm just going to wait till like, it gets like a low price so I can get the DLC. That's what my friend gotcha. said, too. He said he's going to wait until it gets a low price. Because, I mean, the other one disappointed us, Borderlands mm-hmm. 3. But we also didn't play none of DLC, too. I mean, because of it disappointing us. But I think if we would, if we had the DLC, we would have kept playing. Like, cause, right. I mean, still a Borderlands game. Mm-hmm. But it, I didn't want to pay that money yeah. for it at the time when it first out. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to pay another, what's it, like $50, I think, for the game, for the pass. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely wasn't going to pay like for each one. Yeah. So yeah, I'll wait for I don't know how much it is for this one, honestly. Their um season pass, but I'll wait. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it's it's reviewing well though. That's good. I haven't seen anything for it yet. So very cool. All right, Dominic, those are our new releases. You got anything else for the people? Um, nah, I think I'm good. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Five. Yep. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check out all the podcasts there, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify and any number of other places that you can download podcasts from. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.